Just like that. Good afternoon, y'all. You are now listening to Roxanne. Roxanne here at B-Box Radio, located in Dumbo, Brooklyn. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Roxanne. Today we have a dope-ass show, because as we did talk about, like, last week, remember? And, like, the whole of March, the entire March thus far, that it is Women's <laughs> History Month. I just got tongue tied, and of course, I wouldn't, I couldn't do this a better way than having a friend to the show, a friend of mine, a sister friend, and just a overall dope ass human being. Kristen Walks is in the building. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Kristen Walks is in the building. She has this dope ass concept that uh, you came up with called Sugarcane and Cotton. Sugarcane and cotton, and Crystal will be Kristen will be sh- um, talking about everything pertaining to her business live during Roxanne's roundtable. So I need y'all to keep it locked, okay? So we're definitely represented. Uh, also, you can follow us on Twitch TV, Bbox Radio seven one eight. You can call in. How you feel about calls? Okay. I might be scared to answer. I told you my situation. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But anyway. Uh, you can call in 718-577-2855, all right? So, y'all make sure y'all keep it locked for Roxanne's Roundtable. And, of course, follow us on Bbox underscore radio, of course. Yo, I want to say R.I.P. to actor Lance Reddick. You heard about him? Yeah. I w- am really, really saddened about the whole thing. And um, I need to ask you a question. And correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, when I see people mourning their celebrities that they've loved or crushed on or whatever, like when they pass on... I hate when I see comments or read comments of people saying, like, you don't even know them. They don't even know you. Like, what are your thoughts about stuff like that? That's rude. That's rude. Let people feel how they feel. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I don't know them personally or they don't even know I exist means that I can't adore them. Right. You know? But I wonder if those same people are, like, Prince fans and Michael Jackson fans. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Because would they feel the same? Like, if their favorite, look, do they have a... A favorite hero but he was 60 years old and that's the part that kind of bugged me out because yeah. he's so young yeah it's like natural causes but like yeah man this is it's tough and of course we remember him well that's well he was in so many uh film projects but definitely what is more memorable to me is definitely the wire yeah. so um jamie hector who that's my my crush and i definitely would be broken if one more person from the wire goes Aww. you know what i'm saying but um you know, he had pictures up and just, you know, saying the R.I.P.s and remembrances and stuff like that. So that part. Um, we got to get on to some other stuff. Uh, Shantae. Shantae's out. I'm um, Shantae. Shantae's out there living her best life, oh, you know, yeah? with giving serving body, serving body. But she's trending in the news right now. You want to know why? <sighs> People are saying you're 42 years old. No children. Like you're not goals. Oh. Who talks like that? Who talks like that? Rude. That's <laughs> again, yes. Yeah, so I, you're gonna be saying that a lot, just so you know, okay? Because <laughs> of the stories um, that I have in store for you. But um, it's it's quite rude, and I think that it's why why do people think that everybody aspires to have children and get married? I don't know. Why 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 do they think that that's a goal for everyone? You know what I mean? I don't know. That was a discussion that we had, actually. Um, really? A friend of mine, we were talking about, like, what is womanhood and how do we define womanhood? Okay. And um, 
And, you know, for some people, motherhood is part of that story. And for others, the idea of motherhood not being part of your story as a woman would make you then less than. Um, you know, I can't speak for women without children only because, you know, I have two kids of my own. So I, I don't even really know, like, you know, what, what that's like for them having to deal with that kind of thing. But, like, you know, I've had plenty of women in my life growing up who had no children who had uh, serious impacts on me and, and who I've become Thank today. Thank you. I love that you, you know said what that. I mean? So, like, yeah. shout out to the aunties. Yes. Shout out to, you know, the best yes. friends and, and all of that. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. The Roxanne, Roxanne show, when I first started out, that was a show I had I had it for the women Mm -hmm. and then I had it for the men Ah. and a friend of mine who happens to be doing really really good out here um, Victorious DaCosta he actually is the owner of Legacy uh, Record Boutique don't dare not call it a record shop (laughs) a record boutique um, here in Dumbo he was actually one of the guests that I had on my show and he basically said that how because he's Panamanian you know living Grew up in Flatbush, right. so all the yardies, every you know, everybody, every Caribbean group is out there. Mm. And he was like the, the the dreads, and them used to call him a seedless fruit. Oh, and I'm like, and you know, I mean, I giggled like not giggled like oh, hearty ha ha was so hilariously funny or nothing like that. Mm. But I'm like, yo, like I clutched. It was like a clutch my pearls kind of situation. Right. Like when he said that, and he was so transparent and actually said that mm. <laughs> on the radio you know what i mean and i'm like man like that's that's a tough one um some more woman shaming that's going on right now they're talking about uh sierra the sh- outfit that oh, she had worn she had the cheeks out she had the cheeks she had listen, the cheeks out she was cheeky cheeks listen right free the cheeks, <laughs> free the cheeks. <laughs> let the cheeks live so you know they were um uh, social media was dragging her um, basically saying like she's cla- tactless and how could she respect her husband and she's a mother and she's a woman of a certain age. So now here it is. We were just talking about Ashanti. Mm-hmm. No husband, no children. Y'all got a problem with that. Right. Now, Sierra, same right. thing. Right. So it's and like she's got children and, and she has and, and she's and married. You know what I mean? So it's it's crazy. Um, but I want to give a big shout out to Queen Beyonce. Beyonce, because earlier <laughs> on my timeline, she posted up in a sheer uh, dress as well, gown with the tape, the tapes on, yes, the pasties on. And um, reading the comments had me going because they were like, yes, Queen, you said you said a lot but didn't say one word mm. and we they, they're speculating that she did it out of solidarity for so. Ciara and I can see you know Beyonce be Virgo in <laughs> and I'm a, I'm a Virgo as well so you know mm. sometimes just like that you don't have to play fair but just you know mm-hmm. you don't have to play fair all the time if you will yeah. uh, so something else that's trending right now is Black China so she has pretty much taken out all of the like her cosmetic procedures okay. she's get, getting back to her natural body mm-hmm. so she was very transparent and had like a video crew of her in the office taking the fillers out of her having the fillers out of her face removed so <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it was in the entirety but I well it probably was leading up like it, um, like it. leading up like got she had it. the gown all this stuff like that okay. I wonder if she kept it on record just for her own personal sake that's something I would want to see. You want to see that? For my, no, like if it's my own body. Mm. Like if I'm having any type of procedure done, yeah. if they could just give me a video recording of you, you wouldn't be able to handle that? I don't want to see it. <laughs> like I'm good. Okay. Maybe, maybe I'm a, a, a nerd like that, but I just love to understand and see how things work. And I'm extremely fascinated with the body. like... Something that it looks like chicken fat just being <laughs> or pulled. bumble yeah. It's just it's just nasty. <laughs> just a, just the thought of it. It's just visually not pleasing. It's not me. pleasing. So I guess that's a no for you. You passing on on that one. Watching. Yeah, <laughs> that part. <laughs> uh, I want to give a big shout. Well, with that said, do you think like her in terms of Black China um, coming out? just expressing how her dismay like you know just wanting to go back to her natural state mm-hmm. if you will mm-hmm. do you think that um that would inspire younger women who may you know these are their role models you know what i'm saying that have mm-hmm. the majority of their role models have some type of work done and i'm, I'm and i'm not against it mm-hmm. i'm for it gang 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 you understand mm-hmm. what i'm saying but some of this is like actually quite ridiculous it's it's <laughs> it's, it's 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 scary almost and no one and everyone is almost starting to look the same yeah, that's true, but that's you know, but that comes with the times, right? right. If we look in 
any if we if we take like a, a microcosm of any time period, any right. decade, you're gonna notice that there are trends, some right. trends that are happening, and everybody looks the same, right? Right, um, right now, this is, this is what it looks that like is right now. The trend. Um, but I mean, I feel like for women in general, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. It really doesn't matter what you do, right. and especially for Black women, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you that don't. That microscope so um, scope come out. It really doesn't matter yeah. um, what you do, and so like for me as a black women because I know you're damned if you do damned if you don't I'm just like fucking do whatever you just do, like, you just do, do whatever you. Just do, do what you, you. want to do because yeah. somebody's going to have something to say regardless yeah. of what you got going on it, it, and it don't stop nope <laughs> it doesn't onto some other news this one this is not going to be a bad one uh, <laughs> so to speak uh, Lizzo give a big shout out to Lizzo recently she was performing at a concert and this young lady was doing every move Step by step. Oh, you, yeah. understand, you understand what I'm saying? So she actually stopped her concert, stopped performing, and went down and just like gave the girl the biggest hug Aww. and the embrace. Like, just even thinking about it, it gives me the chills because it was like just so dope. And then Lizzo, she went on to say that she remember uh, get the Get Me Bodied video by Beyonce, mm-hmm. like back like in 2007, right. that how she, when she was going through like the lowest point of her life, depression, mm-hmm. uh, she remembered. Choreograph, you know, just doing, learning all the dance moves. So she's like the fact that you know I'm someone's favorite artist. That means a lot to me. So that's I think nice. that's 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 dope. That's dope. That's dope. Um, onto some other news. You remember the term? Uh, what was it? Getting gypped. So gypped. Uh-huh. We've used that term before. Have you not? Have you? Yeah. yeah. I can only speak for myself, so I can speak yes, for both of yes, us yes. now. So we've used that term before probably more times than we could have ever imagined. Mm-hmm. But Whoopi Goldberg actually used that term um, when she was describing ju- um, Trump. And she said that how people still think that he got chipped. And then she went on to a regular conversation by the people that were, um, with the people that were interviewing her. Mm-hmm. Coming to find out, it was almost like some canceled Whoopi because the word chipped is like a derogatory term for people from Romania that was used to just you know it was just a slur to them I didn't know that I didn't know that either I was like all these years I never knew that and I used it careless carefully carefully carelessly okay right carefree and careless you know what I mean and Whippy Groberg she did actually go out and issue an apology she said I could probably could have used you know another term I didn't know that I actually offended people and she was like I'm old school you know what I mean yeah. so you the, a lot of the my vernacular my vocabulary stems from like where I grew up at and right. and that's what that is um, and I apologize and it just makes me think about uh, when Beyonce dropped the Renaissance album mm-hmm. you remember when she had this particular song spazzing on him mm-hmm. and she used the term spaz right. so many like the spastic group came out Right. And same thing. She, even though she just, I don't know if she issued an apology, but she definitely took it off that album, right. the, the wording. And I'm saying to myself, like, here it is. Every day we're going to learn something new, but like, damn, like, we never, like, we use it in a whole different context. Yeah. Totally different. Yeah. And, you know, it's, 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 it's just always very, very interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. But what are your thoughts about that? I Have mean, you heard about the spazzing part? I did hear about the spazzing. Okay. Um, same thing like with with language it it changes over time right Right. so there are words culturally that we've used like coolly that are derogatory you know what i mean but like you know was was acceptable um you know but over time we we learn better we do better yeah and we do better and Mm -hmm. that's the way the cookie crumbles y'all When you know better, you do better. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, 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 hopefully. Some don't. Uh, yeah. yeah. Precisely, precisely. <laughs> but guess what? You know what time it is? It's time for Roxanne's rant, darling. Oh. So this portion of the show is when I just, you know, get something or things or something off my chest. Let's hear it. Uh, you guys. Kristen is usually busy, you know, she's, you know, traveling and being fabulous and great. So not all the time can I actually pick my phone up and say, hey, Kristen. Uh, so you guys are my therapy. You guys are my therapy. And Kristen is going to play along with it today, too. OK, but look, y'all are my therapy. But anyway, um, this week I went to get my hair did. And, you know, uh, 
you already know how it feels when you go to get your hair done. You feel good. You know you're going to come out looking beautiful. You're praying that the shampoo, which my shampoo was horrible. The, the wash was horrible, but the, the outcome was absolutely wonderful. And of course, you know, while you're just luxuriating, you know, you're going to hear different types of conversations. Some people might be having their own individual or it might just be something broadcasted to the whole place you know the whole beauty shop so everyone's listening engaged joining in etc etc so one of the conversations that actually came up was uh the i hate saying it one of the beauticians must have been was having a conversation with one of the younger in staff okay training and uh i guess the younger one said you know like one day i want to have a baby you know i want to i want to have children one day and the older woman said to her, have children. She was like, don't ever make that mistake. She was like, <gasps> God has not given me, a, a, listen, that, but, but it, it felt like it came from a place of hurt too. Okay. But she was like, God never gave me any kids. And me t- if he were to try to like let me get pregnant now, I would not be going through with it because they ruin your bodies. And I've seen my sister's body, her body. Are you ready for this? Okay. She said her breasts are long like plantains mm. and her stretch marks on her stomach resembles worms. Okay. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, ow. Right? Okay. Yo, boy, look, how did you make it say, yo, dog, yo, dog? Mm-mm. That was so, it was so cringy. Yeah, it was so cringy. It was so cringy. And I'm like, for you to sit here and try to negate having children like you're trying to kill somebody's dreams and guess what mm-hmm. your sister may look like that but not every woman that have children look like that that's true and so the fuck what if that's how her sister looks you know what i mean like and, and so the fuck what <laughs> <laughs> you know like okay rude disrespectful nasty disgusting perfect body at night. No, I bet her sister got somebody loving on those long planting titties. And them worms and that resembles worms that stretch the, marks. Right, those, those wormy Those worms. Marks. Those worms, right? I'm sure she's got somebody loving up on her. Cute, right? I was so bothered. I was so bothered by that because I'm like and then I have on my screensaver this lovely granddaughter that I just had six mm-hmm. weeks ago and her mom breastfeeding her, et cetera, et cetera, just being wonderful. And it just made me think back because I guess my ass was hurt too by being hurt by that comment. Mm-hmm. Like wishing that I would have had someone when I had that young baby to say, hey, Rox, breastfeed your children. Mm-hmm. Encourage that. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Then giving them Enfamil. Right. You understand right. what I'm saying? So yeah. that that yeah. that that was really, really um disheartening to yeah. hear and to yeah. be shattering. No, that is, it is disheartening. I mean, I remember when I had yeah, my nice. children, and shortly after I had my kids, and and on both both occasions, I had people come to me and say things like, "Oh, I thought uh, I thought you would have snapped back." I'm like, "Um, oh, let, can I can I live? Can I breathe? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, they want you to go right back to being pre." And some people do, but that's the last thing that you really should be saying to a woman, period. And and of course, it came from people who didn't have children, right? One was a man, so he's never having children. And and someone else, you know, also (laughs) a a woman, but didn't have any children. Uh She knew what this this life is like. That's kind. But, um, right, right? (laughs) Um, But, you know, again, back to the, like... As women, you damned if you do, you damned if you don't. Yeah. Right? Like, you, you damned if you do, you damned if you don't. Period. I had a fallout with one of my cousins. I ended up blocking her and everything. Mm. My trigger finger is so trigger happy. <laughs> oh, yes. Because I'm going to guard my spirit at yes. all times. Yes. Period. So, you know, you've seen me for, for many, many years. So, my body changed. I got small. I got big. Right now, I'm chilling. Mm. I think. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he thinks so, too, if you will. You know what I mean? So, older woman, you know, like, she, older woman. But anyway, we're at an event, and, you know, everyone's like, you know, have, we have our pictures, our cameras out, getting ready to take pictures. And instead of joining where everybody is, she decides to sit, like, maybe four tables behind me. Like, four, three or four tables behind me. So, I'm not talking about, like, my ass is in your face type mm-hmm. thing. And I had on, like, a sweater dress, some boots and whatever. And she says to me, I hear her talking about me. 
She didn't even. She, I hear her talking. She wants me to hear it because mm. I guess she felt like being the class clown. Oh, okay. But one thing about class clowns, I like snuffing them. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Because I want all the smoke. Mm. I'm not going to be the butt of anybody's joke. Mm. I don't feel like playing. I'm never in the mood. Right. So she, I'm never in the mood. Yeah, so she said to me, um, she says like, oh, look at her. She's like a wide, like a wide, wide truck or something of that oh, sort. Okay. And she said it again. I'm ignoring her. And then my cousin. Her, he calls me. He's like, yo, Rox, you heard what she said? So I kindly, see, uh, you wanted her to get cursed the fuck out, clearly. So I, you know what I did? So I just kindly walked up, look, paused my phone, and I said, um, you like girls? I was like, I see mad men, Ronya, so there's a bunch of them, and you find me to watch? Huh? Yeah. So I walked off, and... We were supposed to be riding back with them. She dubbed me on the ride. <laughs> <laughs> she said, you could, you could she, figure it out. <laughs> figure it out, yeah. bitch. <laughs> yeah, so right. we took an Uber from the Bronx back to Brooklyn. <laughs> Small thing to watch. Right? We, 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 we were all right. It we were all right. Amazing. Yeah. But now this portion of the show it is called Rock Sanity. And this is the portion of the show where I actually just read different articles because I... I stay reading a thousand things because I'm always looking for content. So mm-hmm. this is the two that I came up with. So a New York City woman, she is looking for a new work after. She was actually looking for new work after she re- realized that her company posted a job, the same exact job that she has on LinkedIn. <laughs> with the salary like about 30000 to thirty to $60,000 more than oh. how much she's making. Did she reapply? So she reapplied. Yeah. And it went absolutely bananas. It oh, went, it trended it. all I'm in love with it. I love it. But she's like, you know, this is like really jacked up because I came to them like maybe three months prior to asking them if they could uh, give me a raise. But then it's a slap in the face that I happen to be looking for another job and I see the same. Maybe they planned on firing her. Maybe. I mean, but companies really do that, like genuinely do that. I remember when I was in management, um, I had a bunch of staff and we needed new staff and I had all the staff, but we needed new staff and they went and put the posting up and they were paying the new position like four or five dollars higher than the people who had already been there that's a slap in the face what let me tell you I something don't work there anymore but i told i'm one sure of the, i told one of the staff i was like listen when you go in and you talk to hr you make sure you get more money you yeah. know what i mean yeah put that and then i was like hey i'm gonna slide this link to you so that she could see like Specifically, exactly yeah. what they were that's hiring dope. for and i was like Thank you for not being a crab in the barrel, darling. Mm, we nah, don't even hang around never. with those people. That's that's and it's so that was that nah, that never. attitude is tacky, but that was dope of what you did. And yeah. and and you know, and it was a young girl too, because you know, um, you know, young young people they don't be they don't they don't know, yeah. right? Um, and for a lot of young women in particular, there's this um, this air of like. I'm not worth it or I, I can't yeah. quite put the word. I think into sometimes it. I would say that has a lot to do with confidence. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's a lot to do with confidence and even though like the uh, which I've seen that a lot I've experienced it where I'm like I know I'm actually overqualified like I right. could do I, I may not okay I may not have the proper paperwork but I could do this this right. is, this is right. light work mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying but how can I prove myself even more but I'm like all you gotta do is hire me and I can show you better than I can tell you right. you know what I'm saying right. so that type of attitude um, I, I definitely I definitely get that part and it's it's, it's tough um, I was actually thinking about like the bargaining agreement New York City a lot of the unions for those city positions their contracts are expired so what uh they usually do each time there's a new contract the new hirees they usually get the shittier end of the stick Mm. you understand they're not going to get like the proper like the like the pension or retirement age like i would have because i started 23 years ago you understand what i'm saying so but you don't do that to people that's there already like hey that's like saying you're going to bring but that's just it's disrespectful well that's why like younger the younger generations within the workforce they don't stay at jobs yeah they don't play because because of that yeah. right? they know that if they change their job every two years they're they're guaranteed to get a higher increase in their pay yeah. if they move on to another company than if they stay at the same company yeah. because what's the percentage at which like people get raises when they're like, I think it's like between three and five when I first started it was like a cool 12 to 15 percent oh. when I first started but they brought that I'm like how do you you drop that so i think it's at six percent now got it i know like and but this is for like city jobs right? yeah but um i know for like the corporate corporate world right it'd be like between three and five percent and that's considered like um, 
good. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, so that's part of why the workforce is the way it is. But you know, people keep playing around with their labor, and that's that's what they're gonna end up with. I think the new, like the newer, the younger generation, they're gonna be smarter though because of conversations like this, and because they have less tolerance than we did. Oh, <laughs> we used to get beaten. Come on, you understand <laughs> what I'm saying? So their their mo and the way they move is totally different, mm-hmm. and it's almost like a sense of entitlement too. Mm-hmm. You know, I really believe that they act. I have them at home, yeah. a little <laughs> entitled. You know what I mean? But they're they're not they're not having it. Nah. They're not having it. Nah. All right. So this one, since we're like talking about education in schools, yeah. somewhat yeah. somehow, yeah. an Oregon high school has pulled a suggestive class assignment asking students to write a short story about a sexual fantasy after backlash from parents. So what? check this out: health health class students missed coursework at Churchill High School in Eugene, oh, in Oregon, of course, where. They were asked to um, via Canvas, which Canvas is an online learning management system. And those people that were actually running late, I mean, who missed those classes, you know, I got nervous just now, who missed those classes, that was the makeup. So they had to come up with a two-paragraph uh, sexual fantasy essay. And <laughs> this story is a sexual fantasy that has... Basically, you can't talk about like penetration. So no penetration, no physical contact, nothing okay. that can actually give you an STD. So it has oh. to be like you know wordplay. Uh, of course, uh, you could talk about rubbing oil, massaging the oils, and and feathers, and handcuffs, and whips, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And of course. I don't want to say of course, but it was a male teacher. Just <laughs> so, trying to get their rocks off on like high school erotica. Let me try to tell you. Lord. So you know that's why the parents were going absolutely ape shit, ape shit. How perverse is that? And, and weird. Crazy. And of course, the syllabus was approved in advance by Ooh. the district. Ooh. Who, who Including that you? makeup assignment. It was approved. That's Cam? crazy. Somebody didn't read it. <laughs> it was a, a mere. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a mere oversight. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like fine. next. <laughs> we'll be Could handing out free condoms to the kids. Okay, problem. No problem. We'll just. That is crazy, to say the least. I don't understand how that like applies to sex to education. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely some twisted erotica, as you mentioned. Right. And just imagine. The fathers of these daughters, well, just any parent, period. You know what I mean. Mm. But you're a male teacher. That like my daughter hand, if she was forced to hand in this crap, are you going to be looking at her with the, the with the, with the nasty? Well, there's no there's no penetration. Guys? You know, there's no penetration. What mm. else was it? It didn't. Uh, have? No penetration. Nothing that nothing that can. Uh, so it's, it's soft core. It's like P, it's like PG. You know what I mean? It's like rubs, I don't want my kid being that. Hand. I mean, it's definitely creepy. I, my, my, it's for sure. Like, so you know skeevy. what I mean? Like, it's it's creepy because you're an adult, they're children. That's right? something for college, in, in my opinion. That's college. What? That particular essay oh, should college? be in college. Yeah, yeah. In college. I, I'm, I'm still <laughs> trying to figure out where is there a place for that? Maybe in <laughs> literature? You know what I mean? But I don't know where the. I don't, I don't see in health how. Class. I don't see why it's in a high school health class. You know what I, don't I mean? Either. Like what are we what are we talking about? We're talking about how to engage in sexual activity without. He's having wild fantasies about these people, these children. How maybe he's he... trying to create his own context for his own memoirs. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe it was about getting them to be more imaginative in As safe sex practices because there's no penetration. And I don't fucking uh, let know. Me, let I'm me tr- ask you a question, I'm though, trying. because now that you're jogging, because look, I did blaze a little bit before I got here. No, <laughs> listen, what's crazy is, so just imagine that if he would have worded it differently, if he would have, um, like there's how, no way there. To, I just, uh, I can't, I don't know. I can't sex practices without how, do have, how do we express ourselves? I can't, I can't, I can't, I'm trying, a, I'm reaching a non-physical how do we express ourselves sexually without physical touch? I still don't know how that is like at all. That kind necessary. of questions feels like I should be like in a bar and a dim yeah, <laughs> like, like lounge and you know something that's thought provoking for adults. Right. Not for no damn freaking no kids. kids. Nah, nah. It's no. It's a no for you. It's a no. I was trying. I was trying. <laughs> you tried it. You tried it. You tried it. Well, with that said. We go on to Roxanne's round table, y'all. Shit like that. Oh yeah. Round and round. Round and round.
I get around. Still clown when the underground. When we come around. Yo, you are now listening to Roxanne, Roxanne here at Roxanne's Roundtable on B-Box Radio. And I would love to reintroduce my guest, Kristen Waltz. Thank you for joining us, boo! Thank you for having me. Thank Can you, you tell everybody you. where you're from? I'm from Brooklyn. Yeah, what part of Brooklyn are you from, girl? Look, look, I act like I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm from Flatbush. Hi. I'm from Flatbush. I tell people that um, Bushwick made me, Flatbush raised me. Okay. So I've like bounced back and forth between <laughs> Bushwick and Flatbush right. my entire life. Okay. Which one do you like? Do you have a preference? I don't. I don't have a preference. They have their own like energy, their own vibe. Gotcha. Um, they have their own energy, their own vibe. But Flatbush right now is like going through. It's going through something. It's a little renaissance happening out in Flatbush right now. It's why? Cute. Why you say that? There's all these like black creatives coming into Flatbush. Okay. Black owned establishments being like um, where in Flatbush, if you don't mind me asking. Uh, like. Ugh. Like if you're coming from Empire Boulevard. Yeah, like anywhere between going. Empire and I'ma say Pass V's. <laughs> I mean Pass yeah, uh, like, Peppers. Like, yeah, yeah, but like even everywhere between that. Empire and I'ma say even past Church Avenue, between okay. like Empire and um like the junction. Okay. Honestly, yeah. there's a lot happening. A lot. It's in so busy over there. So many like new yeah. establishments coming up. So many really um cool creative spaces popping okay. up and, and a lot of them are black owned, which is really dope to see. Yeah. And a lot of uh, black creatives are moving into the neighborhood. That's so, so good. Really dope. Good to see. Um would you say that gentrification, especially that part of Flatbush or Flatbush Avenue, if you will, I feel like it feels the same to me. And it feels I still have that same feel yeah. and I think, as if I go to Crown Heights. Yeah. And you know what I mean? I think that's why a lot of black creatives are, are coming good. to Flatbush because well, Flatbush I still, this has, um, feel, still feels like home. Right. right. I have a good friend who um, moved out here. I mean, he's from Brooklyn, but he moved to Flatbush more recently. And he said that what he loves about it, because his, his family's from Grenada, is like he can go into a local shop and, you know, people are looking at him and they're like, you look like my, you know, where <laughs> right. your family from. Exactly. You look like my such and such. You know, and, and so that like, got that has to feel good. Yeah, as opposed yeah. to like, having like home, stairs, right? You know what I mean? Popping into into stores that uh, owned by people who look like us, and yeah. and still being like treated like fam every time you step in the space. It's that beautiful. part, I gotta play something. Do you mind? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Our feet the color of burnt oh. brass. Our hair the texture. You're gonna of see wool. my face turn red in a few minutes. We are. I gotta listen to this now. Created. We are black and beautiful. Our roots run deep in a land that begat fearless warriors. Though we were trampled down, now we ascend like trees, overcomers. overcomers. We were forced to till their sugar cane fields. That's why our victories are so sweet. We will celebrate the little and the big. None of our achievements are obsolete. From the cotton plantation to the White House, and we stay there. You can't keep us down, can't shut us up, and we don't easily scare. That uninvited and unwelcome intruder they call doubt, its voice has been silenced, and its power snuffed out. Our gruesome past has shaped who we are today and who we are becoming. We are a just student, like that. Did it play over? Resourceful, oh. resilient, royal, regal, daring, 
dope perpetually evolving. It's our responsibility to reflect on our losses and memorialize our wins. The absence of doubt, unruffled faith, and the belief that hard work manufactures success. Sugar Cane and Cotton is a medium that will allow us to celebrate our progress. You better pull up, Queen. Shout out to my friend Alana with the voice. I was going to ask you, who was the narrator? That is my friend Ooh. Alana, just Illy. I'm AKA trying to tell you. Illy's dance class. She's a soca, soca dancer. <sighs> Man, it's, and shout out to you. Where do I even start? Like, wh- 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 the concept. Give me the whole rundown. Oh, man. There's so, there's so many layers to it. Truthfully. I'm sure. Like, I would need, like, more specific questions. But, I mean, it, it's it's something that I've been working on in, in my mind and in my spirit for a very long time. Um, uh, I consider myself uh, a black liberationist. Um, and so everything that I do is really in the name of just, like, black liberation. Truthfully. That's right. You know, for us to all be able to... Um, be free in yeah. some capacity you know i could see it like i could feel it from in your energy I, you seem super passionate yeah. and like sugar cane and sugar cane and cotton yeah. i've said it so many times to myself i've been listening because i've listened to that video like mad times mm-hmm. you know so if you see all your views go up just even today <laughs> if it spiked then um you know why but it's it's like the concept just behind the whole thing like it it's like a merge between your family from both sides can you tell people where you're from yeah so um my mom's family is black american they're from the south they're from okay. north carolina and virginia and okay. then my father's family is from the caribbean uh, my father is from trinidad my grandmother's from grenada my grandfather's yeah. from barbados you know? um <laughs> so all the things you know right merged into one yep. uh in a nutshell it's basically you're paying homage yes to yes, your ancestors yes, most certainly uh, one of the things that I've I've noticed in growing up is just how much divisiveness there is like within the community within the black community right it's like oh black Americans versus um, Caribbeans or like African people or whatever right. um, but having come from two different cultures and, and seeing firsthand that like legit we're the same you know what I mean has always kind of been my um, the horse that I, I ride out on like don't don't let don't let these people fool you. Like we, okay. we all the same. We like, are. regardless of where you were dropped I love off. That. We're all the same, and we can see these similarities. You know, for me in particular, just because I love food. I'm, I love the arts. <laughs> I love food. You You're taking all my questions, but go ahead. You can nope. see, you can see it in the food, right? <laughs> so my joke is always like, really, what what's really the difference between baked macaroni and cheese and macaroni pie, right? I love them both. You know, honestly. What I'm <laughs> and then it's like, you know, we got collard we got collard greens, right? Precisely. We've got. Um, or even like what's the difference between uh carnival and juve and mardi gras right you know what i'm saying precisely like, these are they're, they're all the same yes, and ma'am. all rooted in the same things um i had the experience of going to uh, a plantation down in north carolina wow I also had the experience of um going to ghana and being at slave castles Okay. Um, and then growing up, we went to family reunions uh, like yearly down in North Carolina where we would visit uh, some of our, our family's land and um, a church that was built by like my great, great, great grandfather. Wow. Um, so having had these experiences and being able to kind of tie them together to give me some grounding um, has, has been uh, quite Quite an, has had quite an impact on how I move shaped through you. the world. It shaped you. One of the things that I love to hear in terms of your, because I'm assuming that you did a lot of that with mostly your uh, mother's side of family, uh, if the, you will. The, um, the American the, side, the southern side? Yeah, the family reunions. The family reunions. Yeah, right? I mean, with my father's family, we've done family reunions too, but they were okay. always here. Okay. But actually, I'm going to be going to Trinidad for the first time on Tuesday. Oh my so gosh, I'm glad I caught that. you. <laughs> We're gonna add that, that to all the chick. So that is so be... dope. And you're gonna. So wait a minute. Carnival didn't it just end? In... It already ended. So okay. I didn't make it for Carnival, but we're gonna That's be fine. out there. You'll still be outside. Yeah, we'll be I outside. Think you'll still be outside. You'll still be, be out outside. there with my uncles and my aunts and my cousins. That's gonna be so it's fun. Be How long are you staying for? Mm, a little less than a week. So like six days, five days. Six days like is that. a perfect vacation time yeah. for me. I, six days, I could definitely definitely do it. Uh, one of the things I wanted to mention in terms of like the preservation, uh, I've never had those stories where I got to see you know something past my grandfather mm. or maybe great grandfather mm. if 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 you know what i mean and the fact that when you go to down, um north carolina 
you can go to these places where you can see physical things yeah. you know what i mean that your family were oh, your ancestors were a part of mm-hmm. how that that's that's you were a special kind of girl yeah to be able to uh and your family is a special kind of family to even to preserve it yeah yeah shout out to the fam <laughs> for doing that and, and tell you. doing um and taking the time to do that so we have like an entire um book dedicated to our family lineage and you can kind of oh go my in there gosh how dope things. is that my mother shared with me more recently a document that showed that um that i had family who who bought their own freedom um, you saw that recently? Yeah, yeah. Shut up. Showed, showed a document, and I was like, "All right, that's what's up." You know, that what is mean? crazy. What did it look like? Did you take a picture? Is it handled with care? care? I didn't take <laughs> a picture, and it's it's really a, a very basic document. Nothing right. sexy, right? Um, <laughs> you know, nothing sexy, but but it but it documented that fact. And I was like, Nonetheless. Well, yeah. One of the other things, well, there are two things that you mentioned prior to, but okay. I'm going to come back to it. But one of the things that you mentioned uh, in terms of the comparison, I wanted to know being on both sides like mm-hmm. I kind of understand but really my whole family is Jamaican right so I'm <laughs> like so on both sides so right. I'm the American so right. identifying with American culture mm-hmm. and going home and eating stew peas when you really want a slice of pizza you understand <laughs> what I'm saying so yeah. with which you've seen with both worlds mm-hmm. what even though we did say you did the compare and contrast already. Yeah. You did yeah. the compare it's, and contrast it's already. Is all the damn saying. Do you like macaroni pie? Yeah, yes, I, I do like too. Yeah, I'm gonna stop macaroni, it. Macaroni and cheese is my favorite. My too. Food of so all I time. So I can have it in all variations. Yes. They don't even. I'm, I'm, I'm easy eat, to please. I will eat trash mac and cheese. I'll eat some um, box one quick. What? Like I don't want to eat it, I'll but eat like it. as soon as I go for that first <laughs> spoonful, that's it. I'm eating all of it. Oh, you can't even help yourself. No, that's why I say either I gotta like not eat it or commit to eating it. You know what I mean? Like. No, there's that. no straddling the no, fence for you. Okay. No. I love me a good macaroni and cheese. <laughs> yes. Well, we got to do this because this fed in, went right into my um, top five because, oh, before I, I go into that part, mm. just know that Kristen is the plug. For what? The art plug. Oh, yes. <laughs> this is true. She is the art dealer, That's not true. the drug dealer, <laughs> and not the drug plug. She's the, she's the art dealer. She yes. curates shows, y'all. I do. Do curate shows and, and broker art is really um, <sighs> who does really, that? It's really a fun thing to do. Wow! Just tell me how. Like, how did this come to be? Did you just wake up one morning and was like, "Nah, this is what I'm doing"? Pretty much. Nah, you for um, real? <laughs> girl, stop playing because <laughs> I was about to believe you. I mean, to some extent, yes. It's, it's <sighs> a it's a long it's a long story. Okay. Um, but. Do, 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 do. What's the abridged version of the whole story? <laughs> I don't know. I, art. art, art, art. So I've always, I've always loved art. I've always been an art enthusiast. I've also always been an entrepreneur at heart, as well. So you know, I've, I've sold many things in okay. my day. Um, and then I have a lot of friends who are artists as well. And so between my entrepreneurial things and my friends, they've kind of been like, you should just help me do this thing. Okay. You know what I mean? So I've had that, um, and. Yeah, and so what I ended up doing was hosting, um, self-funding my own show. And so I rented out a space, mm-hmm. and I got some artists. Well, I came up with my concept. And so right. my first show was centered around boundlessness and what does a world for, for us as black folk look like without bounds. And when I'm referring to bounds, I'm talking about like societal boundaries, right. um, you know, economic boundaries, political boundaries. Like, what does the world look like for us without those things, where right. we can just exist without the, without just those, be, those, yeah, and just be. Can we just be? What does what does that look like for <laughs> us? And so, um, that was the concept of the show. And um, you know, I did an artist call, and a few artists responded, ah, and I picked through their work. And, okay. Um, and then you know, did my show, um, and it went really, really well. Got, I'm not surprised. Some, some good um, <laughs> traction and and all the things, and the space that I worked out of, they were like, "This went really well. You want to just do this regularly, like a resident DJ?" Yeah, right, <laughs> exactly. And I was like, "Okay, sure." Of course, you did, Kristen. Um, so that was that was interesting as well. Kind of, so I kind of jumped into it in that regard. Okay. I hadn't like created a program or anything for myself yet. I had you know just planned on doing that one show right. and then kind of seeing where it would right. take me and, and taking it from there. And then so the response, the response that you got was really really dope. Yeah, it felt it was good, really right? Dope. How um, many people did you say? Would you say were there at the show? Yeah. Oh man, a lot. 
Yeah, there was I've been to one lot. of your events before, and it was a lot of people. So yeah. if this is the Kristen that that I've known for you know, a few not, years, not every event is a hit. I'm no. not gonna hold you. I understand. Um, some go really, really well. Right. Some don't go so well. Okay. I mean, they all go well because even if one person it was shows just a, up, right. I'm I'm happy to be able to serve that that's one right. person. Um, and so and yeah. that's that's always what I lean into. And you you'd be surprised how like you can feel like something is not going so well. One person show and then that one person Just like highlights your whole time, evening right? yeah. or that one yeah. person will refer you to six people you know what I'm saying right. so like I like to be available and present for even if one person shows up well that's same as any artist for that mo- for the most part mm-hmm. me doing what I'm doing one person could be watching Twitch right now right. you know what I mean yeah. but I know People are listening to me all over the world. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Or will catch me on the rerun or in the, the, the archives. Mm-hmm. So I, I totally get that part. Uh, we, <laughs> I, I totally get that part. What's going on next for uh, Sugar Cane and Cotton? Um, more shows what are, we doing? are coming. Okay. Um, I'm actually going to be doing, I guess we can call it a residency, if you will, yeah. out in yeah. New Orleans from <laughs> April through That's July. what you hid from me? Is that a, is that hiding? You well, yeah. Sorry. I didn't know the deets. My bad, so look. <laughs> so, um, so April through July, I'm gonna be in New Orleans. That is so cool. Um, and so my intention is to start hosting some shows out there as well. Get to know some of the artists out there. Um, I love, love, love New Orleans for its rich culture, its rich black culture. Yes, I agree um, with you. And there's something about it that just feels. I, I guess because it's a coastal a coastal place right. that like the the African roots just seem very like okay. prominent out there. You know that what I mean? might be the same feeling that I felt. That might be it felt. I want to say I wanted to use the term mystical. It yeah. felt mystical. Yeah, there's something magical. I love about it, right? out there. Yeah. I, I love out there. It's my favorite city outside of Brooklyn. And. I probably will be coming to visit you. Please. I promise you. I'll keep you. (laughs) I know that's right. That's really, really, really dope. Um, So, have you seen the event space already? Did you visit? We have have to find out when we get there. there. We'll figure it out when we get there. Um, You know, but I've done a few shows here, and so. You know, ideally, the shows that went really well here, right. I'm gonna kind of have them have those artists try, like bring their work out and do a show with them. I think that would be dope. Yeah. One of the things that I was thinking, well, you kind of answered, but I'd like you to just be a little bit more in depth. When you find when you're, if you have, a, if there's an artist listening mm-hmm. that is interested yeah. in your work and, or your platform, so to speak, yes. how do we go about this? Yeah. So the best way to find me is through instagram honestly okay um so or an email maybe and email as well okay. so the email is suge and cot at gmail.com s as in sam u g a n d c o t t at gmail.com um yeah so that that would be the best way and can you drop your, your ig information too please? yeah it's uh sugarcane underscore and underscore cotton yeah <laughs> I stalked her. I found her. I found her. I was like, let me let her know I'm resourceful. I don't need her. I don't need to ask her for her IG. (laughs) Right? That part, that part. I'm just really, really excited about this. And um, what are like, what's like, what would you say your long term goal is? My long term goal? Yeah. Um, My long term goal, my long term goal with Sugar Cane and Cotton is to eventually expand this into basically a black owned Sotheby's or or Christie's where um, you know we're the ones who are deciding how much our work is worth we're the ones who are profiting from the sales of the work Um, you know I see too often um, our our community like people from our community we go through our black ass experiences right create this beautiful beautiful work and then these white institutions get to capitalize off of this beautiful beautiful work right these um, galleries you know we're taking 50%, 50%. Right. You know what I mean? And then they take they take their half of our of of our spoils, if you will. Right. And um put it in their own communities and what I would really like to see is for that money to come back to our community. So, long term, I'm trying to morph this into a black owned Christie's or Sotheby's. I don't I don't like to call things that. I'm going to come up with a better better language for it, but I don't like uh, to call it a black, I thought you were gonna, a black version of someone's right. white thing. Um, I understand. Because it it, it 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 continues the narrative that somehow what they have is like the end of the mule, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's not what I'm trying to say, but um, 
I, I want to eventually turn this into its own auction auction house and uh, valuation program. That one is good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also want to be able to uh, train kids in the community on art handling. I and, love it. Um, framing and things like that and, and other other um, jobs that we need within this industry. That's another thing that actually led me to the other question. Mm-hmm. Like, would you ever open like a not-for-profit where we focus children learn more about art, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, absolutely. So that's a, that's a yes. Absolutely. Pretty much answered that. Yeah. All right. So what I've been dying to ask you, you're going to choose either art or food right now. Oh, my God. Right now? Like in this moment? Right now, because I'm going to ask you five questions. I need you to give me a top five whether it's art or like artists rather or foods different types of foods oh my god Caribbean food so I gotta be specific oh, with Caribbean. Be, be Caribbean yes alright we'll do top five foods okay <laughs> okay so top five damn <laughs> no particular order though okay no so no pressure order. no pressure like that alright so if there's no particular order I'm gonna <laughs> go ahead and say fried plantains alright we're gonna go ahead and say have doubles. Okay. Oxtail. We're gonna say roti. Yes. Yes. Um, and the Black. fifth one, ooh, sauce. Really? You know, I never really eat. Ate. I was about to start sounding real West Indian. Listen, I've never eaten that space. before. <laughs> I've never exactly right. Yes. <laughs> Thank it's you. Your house. I've never eaten. Thank you. <laughs> right. Reminded to self. <laughs> I've never eaten sauce before. Yeah. Exactly. It's what exactly is it? It's pickled something. Yeah. Um, an animal's foot. So it could oh, be okay. it could be chicken foot. It could be okay. cow foot. Okay. It could be pig foot. All right. Yeah. But so it's, it's like that's probably why I've never spicy. eaten it. I've never eaten and spicy. Ooh, I could so probably just spicy. drink the sauce. Maybe you probably put the could. sauce. And it's got like and cucumbers. So I'll so eat the cucumbers out of it. I probably won't so eat the foot part, so but I will eat the cucumbers. What do you, normally do we eat that? It's just like a salad type. It's yeah. chilled, right? Yeah. Or you can eat it hot. No. I wouldn't eat it hot. <laughs> like, heavens no. I mean, I mean, if you eat it hot, it's because you didn't wait for it to cool. You just, like, pull it straight out the pot. Okay, straight but, up. Um, but, like, I don't, you don't really eat it with anything. You just eat so it. So not like, with rice or anything like that? No, you don't need no carbs? Just okay. just going for it. <laughs> you know? It's, I mean, it's again, it's the foot, right? So right. there's no real, like, sustenance on it. Right. You know, but the food is so mm. spicy. Like, you're not going to eat. Mm, and I like spicy food. Yeah. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it 1,000%. Yeah. So good. Shout out to Auntie Bernie. She makes the best sauce. Oh, um, and it's funny because I was gonna. I thought macaroni and cheese was gonna be in that five. I didn't. I said macaroni pie. No. No, you did not. Oh, it's in there. Uh, <laughs> it's in there. I, I mean, I thought it was like understood. Oh, like, like, like I thought. already know it's my favorite food. Hello, um, that was a that was a nice cleanup there though. I ain't gonna lie to you about that. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you about that. I thought it was already understood, but yeah. All right. Well, we'll be right back, y'all. Make sure you understand that. Macaroni pie was in there mm-hmm. anyway. I'm the one, say I'm the one, okay Time to time, they check on me, baby Once a while, cause I've been drinking more alcohol So I don't give a fuck Cause I'm always by myself I don't really need your help Yes, I smoke I can't find peace I stay hungry, don't need much See this vibe, cannot force it Cannot force it, oh I've been drinking more We were talking behind the scenes, and one of the things that I find most interesting uh, about Kristen is the school that she went to when she was younger. Like, you know, I'm totally like fascinated yes, by that yeah. because you learned about just different traditions and cultures. Yes, 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 yes. Like, wow. you were put onto cultural awareness at a very young age, if you will. Yeah, yeah, this right? is true. Um, 
most certainly. I went to uh, a Pan-African private school called Johnson Preparatory School. Um, it's It was on New York Avenue between Church and Snyder when I was going. Ah, okay. Um, and it's a small school. And basically, we were we were indoctrinated <laughs> into a Black liberationist uh, mindset and taught, uh, actively taught to reject white supremacy. Essentially, that is amazing. Yeah, uh, you, you had a, the, a daily song. Yeah, we sang, uh, <laughs> lift every voice and sing every morning before school. <laughs> so when I changed from this school to public school, and it was time to like do the pledge of allegiance and sing whatever song it is you sing before school, I had right. no idea. Was not privy. I did not. You know didn't know the other songs. <laughs> I didn't know these words. I was like, what is going on? So like, I have to stand. And they were standing. We're doing this in front of a flag. I'm yeah. like, what is going on? Yeah. You like almost in culture shock. What? Culture shock isn't even a word. It took me a while to learn the words to the song. <laughs> and it's funny that you mentioned that. Like, of course, when we would pledge allegiance to the flag. And, of course, you don't know what song is going to be on <laughs> on a daily basis. So whenever we did see Left Every Voice and Sing, we would get excited. Like, oh, oh we like yeah. that song. Oh. You know what I mean? So here you are singing the song every single day. Every day. <laughs> every, day. every day national anthem i did not know that Nothing. So oh gosh that is crazy can you tell us like some of the the leaders of the school yeah um seeing? actually i actually went to school with um al sharpton's daughters they went to the school when i was there wow. that's, that's how blackity black black this school was <laughs> um the principal of the school was a black woman and she was jewish um, many of the teachers there were Muslim. Um, some some were Black American. Some were from the Caribbean. Right. Um, we had uh, some from Nigeria as well. Um, so we we had like a full a full view of of what blackness looks like around the world. That, yeah, around yeah. the world in, here in, in one building mm-hmm. on a daily basis. On a daily basis, and it was a small school. There was no more than like 120 kids in there. Anywhere between right. 75 and 120 kids, I would say. Okay. Were in that building, and it was. K through eight, and we had like three teachers to a classroom, so there was a lot of love in that space and right. a lot of one-on-one attention that you were getting from yeah. staff, which, which is always cool. necessary. Um, you know, I even my teacher would even like braid my hair during nap time. You know uh, what I mean? Like I'm out here. You know how it is. You say your kid yeah, with ponytails, and they come back the as a whole different person. Crazy, yeah. Right? So my, my <laughs> teacher, she would she would braid my hair. She would get like a plastic fork uh, and start parting my hair and, and give me like, you know small cornrows that would last me for however long right. and my mom didn't have to do my hair anymore you know that's a fact um, so you know so things like that were happening in this space you know there was there was a lot of love being being given and, and being nurtured by right. so many wonderful wonderful black people and with that said so now we're gonna so you went up until the eighth grade no I didn't stay there for the, for eight, the until the eighth grade I was only there for um, two maybe three years like okay. pre-k and, and um, kindergarten and then but you went to a public a school large, yeah impact did it look different in terms of the teachers it's oh, yeah. principal everything after that like I only had a handful of black teachers thereafter you know what I mean but what did it you ever did, question it like did like in your mind because I think that a lot of things not, that you're doing now is like kind of almost like innate if you will yeah. like it's it's an ingrate like it's it's in your dna yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and i you've always been a smart girl and i know you probably didn't say hey why is this that but like oh like i notice it yeah yeah no, you know I, what i mean i i mean yes i definitely noticed it and, and again i only had like a handful of black teachers after that <laughs> so um, that became your norm our that, norm that which was right, my norm it became the norm yeah but one of the things that i understood that many of my peers didn't understand was that just because someone is white doesn't make them the the automatic authority to all things. So um, throughout throughout um, my my education and within the public school system, there were many instances where I was pushing back against like the establishment and um, and and because I knew like just because just because you whoever doesn't mean that you you're the end all to be all and you are the authority to all things like get out of yeah. here. Um, and that got me into like some trouble. You know it got you in trouble. But <laughs> you know it got you in trouble. <laughs> you know, like she's being modest, y'all. Just a little, just a little, trouble. just a little, a little something. You know. It's light stuff, right? Yeah, but you know, as as the black f- people, as black women, if you have no, if you have no audacity, like you're just gonna be doing whatever someone tells you. All yeah. The time. So like, the it. inner activist. She, she she. They say maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. She was born with. With it, you one, know. Of the, one of the things my mother said more <laughs> recently that had me like side eyeing her a little bit. She was like, "Yeah, well, you know, 
if the result of all the things is that you might appear to be overconfident to someone, then so be it. And I was like, I don't know if I should take that as a compliment or like, where where are we going with this? (laughs) What are we saying? I appear to be overconfident. Like, what are we saying? Yeah. You know, but we're not supposed to. You want to know, even though when, like, us as adults, because there's going to be things that my children, who are younger than me, clearly, uh, that they're going to, you know, they're going to make mention of and, you know, almost like try to, not, I don't want to say square up, but disagree yeah. with something that I, like, my approach to certain things. Mm-hmm. And as much as uh, I have all of my ways, so to speak, in me, mm-hmm. you know, even as I do start to recognize and realize and start to change there's still that other layer we're, we're talking about the top part of the skin that changed but there's still more skin epidermis underneath there mm-hmm. so uh there are always going to be like some type of comment where it's just gonna just seem offensive like like you should like and it's almost like you should know better but this is like this is not resonating too well or it wasn't well thought out right. but uh, you know i'm sure like our family they've had that complaints about their parents and it, and the beat goes on yeah, so yeah. nothing nothing will change uh i i get so excited about my um my 16 year old chad like and just like him teaching me certain things yeah. and me listening yeah because he yeah. told me i don't listen he told me I don't listen, and they I'm mean, like, those kids, they'll call you out. Yo, and I got called out, but he was a little reluctant. Mm. But here I am, telling him like, you need to start advocating for yourself because I am not going to always be there. Mm. And he he started at home. Yeah, well, he advocated for himself, and all I could do was, yeah, right. We're gonna be careful with the tone, though. <laughs> no, that's what we going to do first. You right, understand? But right. let's start. But there. I, but I hear your message. Mm. After you repeat it properly, <laughs> say it properly. <laughs> Talk to me nice. To you know what nice. I mean. So, um, yeah. you know, so it's, it's the, the exchange is really really dope. Um, can you please give your um, Instagram information one more time, yes, please? I'm sugar so excited. Cane underscore and underscore cotton. Um, and then the email is sugarsugandcott, C-O-T-T, at gmail.com. If you are an artist and you want to submit some yeah. of your best works, like, please, please, please share it with me um, so that I can add it into another show. <laughs> I also have a, a space that I'm curating called Grand Room Market. It's um, it's a black-owned uh, retail shop on Flatbush and near Fenimore. Um, and I have an artist in there right now, Lili Kubana. Whose work is Hi. phenomenal. Hi, oh. Hi Ashley. Um, yeah. So these are the things I've got going on. I forgot to mention that before. So I've got two spaces that I'm curating. Okay. A retail space and then my gallery space. You know, another question just opened up. What's up? Like when I hear you describe art, like the artists and their artwork, what gives you like, can you like paint the picture so to speak mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean like when you see art that really really like that you're really interested in like yeah. what goes through your brain like what what, what are you thinking what is there some a, a particular piece that's more moving than another particular piece like what's what's going on what's your mind set like yeah um man is that question. too much <laughs> um I guess it really comes down feeling? to like how it yeah like how it how it moves me and what what thoughts it evokes um, and then also what's important to me is the artist's story. Like, yeah. where is this coming from? You know, Copy. so that part of it is really important to me as well. Um, and, and giving me a better understanding of, of okay. the work. So those two things are really the most, the biggest, the biggest thing. Wow. And I'm so excited. So I, I can't wait to see you. I, w- I, I just can't wait to see you and to support uh, to support whatever you're doing and please just always remember what you always going to remember that Roxanne is like you always have a space here and we have other shows that you can go to as well but you're not going to be here like in New York City that much so we're going to have to catch you fall. I'll be back in okay. the fall Ooh, I'll be back in the fall and I will be like you know stationed okay. once the fall time comes because okay. school's going to start and mama's got to do mama, mama things shit. Yeah. mama shit <laughs> yep totally understand that and i thank you so much thank you thank you for being my guest i love you to pieces and i want to thank thank everyone who is actually watching and listening around the world around brooklyn 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 of course this is the roxanne roxanne show you can catch me here every saturdays from 5 to 6 p.m you can follow me on ig roxanne roxanne nyc and make sure you follow the radio station bbox underscore radio and we love you 
Everything is nice. 